Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. It's your host, Olivia Perez. I love today's episode because I have a very dear old friend on the show today, and she is not just someone who I adore as a person, but she's a businesswoman that I truly look up to, and I know that so many of you do as well. Actually, a few years back, I believe it was three years ago, I posted something on my Instagram story right when I started the show, and I said, who do you guys want to hear from? What stories do you want to be told? And I cannot tell you how many people put... Francesca Aiello's name in that box. So I am so excited to have her on the show today. At just 27 years old, Frankie has truly redefined the swimmer industry with Frankie's bikinis. With her innovative, trend-setting, and inclusive designs, from day one for Frankie, it has always been about swimwear for all. And there is no one I know who doesn't love a Frankie's bikini. This year, the brand is celebrating its 10th anniversary with incredible landmark moments like collaborations with Haley Steinfeld to Naomi Osaka, viral moments like that Sydney Sweeney swimsuit moment in Euphoria, and over a million loyal Instagram followers. And now the brand has announced its biggest deal yet. Victoria's Secret will be making an $18 million investment in the growth of the business, a deal that's the first of its kind and will make Frankie's bikinis go global. In this episode, Frankie shares the high school experiences that sparked her inner entrepreneur, what the next big trends in swim are, and what it's like to become a part of the Victoria's Secret family. I hope you guys love today's episode. If you haven't followed the show yet, find us wherever you listen to your podcasts, and make sure you follow us, rate, and leave a review. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you all have an incredible week ahead. Here's my friend, Francesca Aiello. I'm so excited because I have a very old friend on the podcast today, Francesca Aiello, aka Frankie, aka Frankie's Bikinis. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited to finally have you in the studio. I know. Thank you for having me. Of course. I'm excited. Good. I'm so glad. I feel like we've always had just like the overlapping worlds. And I actually caught up with Frankie, was that two weeks ago now? I think so. We both spoke at Brown, which was really strange. Such an honor though. Such an honor, but like what a crazy thing. I know. I almost wish we got to do it in person. I'm not going to lie. I sent the email back being like, are you sure we can't do this in person? Like what if I'm randomly in Rhode Island and like can show up somewhere? Yeah. I was like, I'm ready to like throw on brown merch. Same. I was, I was really, really ready for that. Fully become a student over there. I know. I was (laughs) so excited. How do you feel? Like you've had a really crazy week. I know you just shot a big campaign, which we're excited to see eventually. And you just got this crazy investment, crazy news. So many people who love and adore your brand. 
we're so excited about that. It was just Thank so cool you. to see so many people like jump to it, share, yeah. be so excited for you as a person. How are you feeling? I I mean, I feel like I've been on cloud nine all week. You know, yeah. there were so many exciting things happening and it felt really special and just like, you know, culmination of all my hard work over the years. And I, yeah, like I think the whole day on, on Friday, I before it got announced, I couldn't even sleep because I knew it was happening in the morning. And I... It was a secret that I have I've been holding on to for a while, and wow. so it's a tough secret to um, hold on to. It totally was, but it also is like when you have a secret that big, like it's very nerve wracking thinking about other people, like it be- becoming like public information, I guess. And so, like I couldn't sleep, and they were like, "It's going live at 5 a.m. PST," and so it was like 4:30, and I was like laying in bed, and we had I had to get to the campaign shoot at like seven or something like that, and I was like, "Oh, okay, here it comes," and I was just so excited and. Super grateful, you know, grateful that people had positive reactions and that they're excited for the future of Frankie's in the same way that I am, you know, I'm not leaving anytime soon. I'm so committed and passionate about the growth of this business and where we can take it. And I think it's just really excited, exciting for me to have uh, Victoria's Secret, you know, kind of backing us and supporting us for this massive growth that we plan on having, you know. It's absolutely insane. It's such a feat. Yeah. I saw that and I was like, that just feels like a whole new chapter for something that feels that has already been so immensely successful for you. Totally. And it was such a trip because the campaign we were shooting was in Westlake. And that was where I went to high school and had all those like kind of bad experiences. And so like, obviously, like people don't know yet, like what the shoot is, but we do. And and to have that like really special, massive moment be happening in that town and 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 with the person, like, being shot with the person that it was, like, it was just, like, a very special day. Like, I couldn't believe it. I almost, like, I was so exhausted at the end of the day, but when I got in bed, I was laying there in the dark, and, like, I had this, like, adrenaline that couldn't stop, you know, and I'm just now kind of, like, really focused on getting back to work and and doing, like, like I said, what I do best, you know, making swimwear. I think there's nothing better than building a business, feeling that immense level of success, but also being able to incorporate your roots and like what made you who you are and and what made your success what it is into that. It mm-hmm. must have felt so special. Yeah, yeah, it really was. I remember when I first started the show, I posted something on my story saying, maybe it was like three or four months into having the show. So it was new and I was really fresh to it and I was curious to hear, you know, who my audience wanted to hear from. And this must have been, he must have had Frankie's for like five years now mm-hmm. by this point. And I had said, who do you guys want to hear from? Like, what are you most curious to hear? And you were on that list. Yeah, it's so funny. I I feel like a lot of people don't know like a ton of backstory about me or, yeah. or like the brand because like I don't really go on podcasts or do a ton of speaking things. Like I really am in the office every day, like working on new collections and working on growing the company and love having the opportunity to share with people a little bit about about my experience, you know, within this business. And it's been such a wild journey over the past few years, you know. For the people who do want to hear your backstory, let's talk a little bit about growing up in Malibu because you and I have that in common. You were way more dyed on the wall Malibu gal. (laughs) I was like a transplant coming in and out. But what was it like growing up in Malibu for you? Malibu was so special. My life from as long as I can remember was me like running around in my bathing suit barefoot. And everybody that like that I tell that I I grew up in Malibu, like I always see these things like 
it's so funny. It, it drives me crazy, but I'll see these like TikToks and it'll be like, oh, like Devin and Sydney from Wildflower and Francesca from Frankie's, they're all nepotism babies and this and that. And I'm like, we all came from nothing. Like just because I grew up in Malibu doesn't mean I was raised with money. Like I lived in a beach shack and we were all like sharing bedrooms. There was paint peeling off the walls. Like I was embarrassed to even bring anyone over. I was on financial aid my whole life. Like I have money and my family has money because of this business that I created. And obviously it's, it's so special to me, but I, I always wanted to like let people know, like the only reason I have anything is from my hard work here. And like, just cause I was raised in what people think is a nice neighborhood. Like a lot of my friends growing up, like it was, we were all beach bums. Like nobody had anything. It was so, so different from what people think the experience is. And also the people that did have money growing up in Malibu, like nobody thought twice about it. You know, we were all yeah. about just being beach bums. Like it was such a different town growing up than yeah. it is now. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think there was a nice window of opportunity and actually like really nice window into I can't say really nice, but a strong window into what Malibu was really like, I think, during the Malibu fires. I yes. think people were so harsh to critique. Oh, people's second home was burning down. And I saw that all over Twitter and it broke my heart because yeah. that's not really the fabric of Malibu. Yeah, absolutely. There's people's like there were homes that burnt down that like had been there and passed down through the families for years. And the reason the families were able to live there were be was because it was passed down, you know, and and now they're all kicked out of Malibu. They can't come back because it's too expensive to live. I mean, going back to your original question, I think Malibu was, was a dream to grow up in. And I think when I look back on my life, like it makes so much sense why I do what I do. Like everything, every picture of me is in a bathing suit. Like I have photos in my soccer uniform at AYSO and you can see my swimsuit peeking out underneath the soccer uniform because I wanted to be able to rip my soccer uniform off and go straight into the water. And I did that every time. And and then there's photos of me like really young in my bathing suit with just cowboy boots on at preschool because I would throw a fit if my mom didn't allow me to go to school when it was raining out in my bathing suit, <laughs> which is insane. I love the visual of you at soccer with the swimsuit on. I actually have the photo. I have to send it to it's you. It's really giving me like we sisterhood can... of the traveling plants. Yes. Lake Lively yeah. playing soccer and then being just really hot. I loved that scene. I was never good at, at school. I couldn't sit still. I wish so bad like I could have gone to fashion school when I was in high school and like rather than sitting and learning about things that like I haven't touched since you know but I feel like because school wasn't my thing and I knew that I wasn't good at it I was like f this I I'm not gonna try that hard and that was right around the time that I was starting Frankie's and um immediately like kids there were like Instagram was just starting and obviously it was so beautiful because I have Frankie's because of Instagram, you know, right. I owe everything to the start of Instagram. And I also at the same time was having kids like boys posting like pictures of their butts and being like making it a whole joke, being like this Frankie's bikinis and like tagging us. And it was like my peers in my class. It was like constantly embarrassed feeling. And there was like a day that then we were like all going on a, a senior school trip and not a single girl like put me down in their room and and then I go to school the next day and I got a text from this girl that I had known since like middle school and she was like hey I'm on the yearbook team and I just want to let you know heads up like you got voted most Christian like obviously it's a joke because I make tiny bathing suits and I was like dang that's so messed up and I started bawling and I and that was the day I called my mom and I was like I can't go back to school. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm so miserable. Like, I can't even walk down these halls with these kids. I don't have a single friend here. And 
And she was like, I promise, like, I will, you will never step foot on that school for the rest of your life. And I didn't. And so she pulled me out that day and I finished school online and like dove headfirst into the business. And it was really kind of like the first time I learned what it meant to be laser focused on anything. And, you know, it was a really cool opportunity for me to have growth that my friends, I guess, weren't necessarily having when they were in their first few years of college, you know, and I at the time was ready to like bypass all of that. That's wild to me that that was the response. I think today, I just think we're so focused to kind of support other people and lift yes, them up when we're they're starting brands, yeah. which is such a welcome shift. Yeah. But to think about going that far back and, and that immediate response, especially now to something that's so successful. And yeah. also by the time it's something so harmless. Yeah, like, absolutely. It was funny because like, I think what's really, what really stood Frankie's out at the beginning is we made skimpy bikini bottoms, but there was like a time that I was younger and I was on the beach and I saw a woman wearing a Brazilian cut bottom and I became fixated on how incredible she looked and, and her confidence levels. And that's kind of where my obsession with smaller bathing suits began. But they were also frowned upon at the time. And that's why the whole like voted most Christian thing even right. came into play was because it was sexualized to these people. But to me, it wasn't sexualized. When I saw that woman on the beach at Little Doom wearing that tiny bottom, I was like, oh my God, I aspire to feel what she feels when I put on a bathing suit. And that was like the beginning of my journey, you know? And it's funny that it's it's not anymore, which I love because bathing suits are about, they're made for women. They're for us to put on and like feel our best in and feel comfortable in. And it's not about any man's opinion on what we're wearing or what we look like or what they even think. Like it's solely about how you feel when you put your suit on, you know? And I always wanted everybody, no matter your size or what you look like, to put on any Frankies and, and feel the way that that woman felt when I first saw her wearing those, like, smaller cut bottoms, you know? There is nothing I love more than finding a new marketplace, especially when it's one where I can support other women, their work, all while collecting things from around the world. So I am so excited that this episode is sponsored by The Millie Market. If you're looking for a beautiful thing for your new home or even a gift for someone that you love, look no further. The Millie Market is an online shop that features beautiful, handmade, one-of-a-kind pieces from around the world, like hand-woven throws from Colombia, brushed cotton napkins, hand-blown glass crafts made in India, woven baskets, vases, and so much more. Every product tells a story and is created with love by an artisan who is passionate about their craft, offering a beautiful way to see the world through their artistry. Their mission is simple. Millie wants to help thoughtful shoppers create home and office spaces that are functional, inviting, and soothing, helping people feel good while also doing good. And it's more than just a store. Millie believes in the transformational power of new experiences, authentic connections, and expanded perspective. Whether you're still working from home, looking to feng shui your place, or just get in touch with different cultures from around the world, the Millie Marketplace has all the pieces that will spark inspiration. Exclusively for friend of a friend listeners, Millie is offering 20% off your first order with the code FRIEND. Shop these beautiful, one-of-a-kind products, meet the artisans, and read their stories, and make a difference by visiting millie.ca. That's www.millie.ca and use the code FRIEND for 20% off your first order. Now let's get back to the show. How old were you when you started Frankie's? I was 17. Yeah. What was that 
like moment with your, I know that you worked on it with your mom yes. in the beginning. Yes. What was that moment after seeing her wear the Brazilian bikini? Did you just start an Instagram based off of bikinis that you were loving? Or? Yeah, so it was, the timing was really interesting. It all was like happening quickly and organically. Right. My girlfriends would come over from the valley and they would spend weekends with me in Malibu. This was like a little later on in high school, so like junior year. And I was starting to get smaller bathing suits made for myself. And they uh, would go home with all my tiny bathing suits. And like, I feel, I feel like every mom's worst nightmare is girlfriends taking their daughters like, oh my God, new yes. clothes, right? <laughs> no, I haven't thought about that in a I long know, time. I know, me yes. too, but I, I always think about it now. But And so my mom was like, what the heck? I just got you all these custom suits made. Should we just like make more for you and your friends? Because they keep taking it. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And not even really thinking that she said that. I think a few days later, I was sitting in in my car, like waiting to go to like a chemistry class or something. And I was scrolling on Twitter and I had seen this girl I know tweet that she was really bored in class and she was scrolling on Instagram. I was like, what is Instagram? It really resonated with me because I was about to be so bored in class, per usual. And so I downloaded the app and I was sitting there in the parking lot and I immediately like made one for myself and I made one for these bathing suits I was making. I didn't even think I was creating a business. I didn't think I was naming a company. I didn't know the power of social media. I didn't know that social media was even a business tool. I kind of got hooked on the algorithm at the time. And I noticed that if I posted X amount of photos in a bathing suit, it would land on the explore page. And every time it would land on the explore page, we would get a thousand new followers. Whoa. And so I would be sitting in in class in high school and posting like three photos a day and we would get 3,000 new followers every day and I would come home from school and be like, okay, mom, look what I'm doing. This is what, you know, and then we would head downtown and we would kind of go through this trial and error process of learning how to even make a bathing suit, let alone make a good bathing suit. And I'm very particular, you know, and so I, it became like competition for me. And there were all these big brands that had been around for 20 years and they couldn't, figure out social media, you know, I was watching it and and I was like, okay, I, maybe I can't beat them in sales or I can't beat them in infrastructure at the time, but I can definitely beat them in social media following. And so I did that. And so I would kind of like have checklists of different brands in the swim world, I will say, that I wanted to surpass in following until we passed them all. And it was like, still an early stage when we were beating them and following, you know? And so at that point, I was like, okay, now we have to like learn business. It was a really cool time when I look back at, I guess, just the start of learning something that you love, but like don't know anything about. Social media from the start was just like a game for me. And yeah, and I still like play a big hand in our social media feels like to me like you were one of the first social media first brands and also one of the first social media first brands that had like a founder who was really face forward and there and like showcasing parts of life and like your aesthetic. And to me, like, I remember that back in the day. I remember seeing that when I was in college and I was like, wow, like, and I think that was, I remember you being one of the first brands on social media that really impacted me to shop and be a part of that. And I distinctly remember how quickly you grew on there. Yeah. Yeah. It was, That was like the fun part that kind of helped me escape the bad parts of the beginning. And I think the beginning was like my, the worst chapter of Frankie's for me, you know, looking at at these past 10 years. Like, I think that was 
definitely like the hardest and most challenging. Obviously, there's like plenty of growing pains, but nothing compared to like feeling like an insecure teen and having your peers all kind of bad talking you and what you're doing. And actually, like it was just a joke to them, you know, and I think the past few years, I've really been able to like rediscover myself and just focus on like becoming the best leader and best daughter and friend and sister that I can possibly be. And I just want, now that I'm like, it's crazy. I'm 27. <laughs> I'm like, I have all these younger women working for me now and I want them to constantly feel inspired and also know that like they can do something that they love and they can also find a work environment that's positive and kind because I know there's a ton of offices out there that are horrible to work in. And, you know, my focus is really just I guess, constantly working on being the best boss and, like I said, best best version of myself and showing up as, like, a, a kind leader every day. That's all I care about and, and making good product. I mean, the other day when we were doing the Brown Talk, you, like, turned your camera. First of all, she was, like, sitting behind this, like, perfectly manicured background. It was really, really chic. And then she was like, but wait, turned the camera around and there were swimsuits everywhere and she had a bunch of assistants running throughout the room. I feel like working for you must be very, very fun. I'd like to think it is. We we do have a good time. We have like little dance breaks in the middle of like designing collections. And I just I love that. Keep the creative juices flowing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, I really it's so important to me that everybody feels like we're treated like equals. You right. know, we're all human. And when something like shit hits the fan, you know, we find the best solution for it. But I think, you know, creating a positive work environment is so important and letting people know that there's not going to be a storm when something bad happens. Like, we will find the problem for it and and move on, you know? It's so interesting to hear you say that because I feel like if I was 17 years old and building a business, I wouldn't know where to go if a problem came my way. And I always like to ask at the beginning of a business, like, how much of it do you feel was operated on, like, gut instinct versus what you're learning as you go? I think it, it's a mix. You know, I started the company with my mom and she is really a quick learner and good with numbers. And obviously that wasn't something I was really good at. I was always good at being creative. And I remember always being able to set trends. And that's what I love doing. And, you know, my mom also loved the business part of the business when my brain wasn't mature enough to really like handle that, you know, and I think we were kind of this dream duo from the get go that was able to create this perfect company. And for me, I think it was all really like gut feeling instinctual kind of stuff because it was so creative focused. And I think for my mom, she really got in the weeds and like learned, you know, the ins and outs of of business as quickly as she could because she was just a hairdresser prior. We had no no background in fashion at all. So we had to be quick on our feet. I love that, though. Yeah. You and your mom are such a formidable duo. Yeah, she's the best. She's so cute. I always say find a partner that can master all your weaknesses. Yeah, absolutely. And, and she's uh, strong and powerful, but also very easygoing. And I think that makes for an incredible person to work with, you know, and, and be a business partner. So...
you just brought up setting trends and that you're more the creative person. And I feel like today with the platform that Frankie's has, like you are constantly the person setting trends, whether it's the colors, the fit, or even like, I bet you money, we're going to see the Euphoria Sydney Sweeney suit all summer long. For those of you who don't know what I'm referencing, the pink suit that Sydney Sweeney was wearing in Euphoria when she walked down the stairs at Maddie's birthday was a Frankie's bikini suit. But moments like that, like you really are setting trends for people to see. And especially with summer coming up, I'm wondering where your inspiration comes when you're designing and kind of where your mind goes when you're looking to kind of be ahead of the curve in the swimwear industry. Yeah, I think I find the swimwear industry really boring. (laughs) And I always say that, but like I'm always looking for ways to make it fun and exciting. And I think not a lot of people in the swimwear industry look at what's happening in fashion and see how they can bring it into swim. And I constantly am doing that and seeing, you know, what what new fabric I can create into swim fabric. And, you know, there's obviously like it's tiny bathing suits or or a one piece, like you don't have that much to work with. But I do feel like there's so much like different, so many different things you can do with each each style and design. And for me, like I, like I said, I always look at what's happening in fashion for inspo, but I also am inspired by everything, everywhere I go. I, I have the most random photos in my phone, flowers, like you name it. It's a photo, a random inspo photo in my camera roll. But, you know, I think going forward this summer, like there's a lot of fun, shiny things and really a ton of swim fabrics that just like haven't I haven't seen developed before that I'm really excited about. And I travel to France for these fabric shows and I find wow. like a ton of new fabric that, you know, I haven't haven't seen before and, and bring it here. And I'm just constantly sourcing and looking for ways that I can make collections that feel different. And my goal is to constantly like have people be wondering like how and why are they making this happen and doing this, you know? And whether that be a collab or somebody like wearing the suit or a design or an idea that people think maybe is insane, but I'm like, okay, look, let me, I I, I know that our Frankie's girl, our customer trusts me over these past 10 years. And, and I know that they're, what I love about our customers so much is they're so um, daring and risk-taking with their swim. And I love that they'll buy into and, and trust what I what I put out there, whether it be something simple or something totally kooky, like they love it. And I love the kooky stuff, obviously. If you're looking for a new multivitamin, I have a code for Ritual, which over the past few years, I have become such a huge fan of for their transparency and convenience. Not only has it become my favorite healthy habit, but in learning more about how many gaps we have in our diets, it is now a must have in my daily routine. Did you know that over 97% of women ages 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet and that 95% are not getting their recommended daily intake of key omega-3s? Those gaps in the diet should definitely not be ignored, which is why I started taking Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin every morning. It's formulated with nutrients to help support brain health, bone health, blood health, and provide antioxidant support. It is so good that they actually invested in a gold standard university-led clinical trial to prove the impact of Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. The results, Essential for Women 18 Plus was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. 
the clinical study was actually published in a leading scientific journal, Frontiers in Nutrition. And a published clinical study is a really big deal and a serious commitment, especially for a first-of-its-kind standard in the industry. Ritual is committed to third-party testing from USP and the non-GMO project, traceable and vegan-friendly ingredients, and always clear communication. No shady stuff or things I just can't pronounce. It's my all-in-one vitamin that lets me know my body is getting all of its nutrients. Right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off your first three months. Visit ritual.com backslash friend and turn healthy habits into a ritual. That's 10% off at ritual.com backslash friend. Now let's get back to the show. What do you think are going to be the best swimwear trends for the summer? Ooh, I think I, I really noticed that like one pieces are coming back and one pieces always like come and go. And when we first started Frankie's, we had like crochet one pieces and stuff that really stood out and kind of were pieces from the get go that made people see them without seeing a logo and go, oh, that's Frankie's, which I really love because you do have a little bit more wiggle room with one pieces to um, do something extra special. But yeah, like I, I really feel like one pieces are are making their way back, especially after Sydney Sweeney wore that pink one piece because that one piece, oh my gosh, I, I think it had like a thousand person wait list like the next day because it wasn't even available. Like we had, I think we had like a few in stock. Wow. And gosh, from her wearing that, I genuinely see like a massive shift in all one piece sales for us. And, you know, going forward, there's some new one pieces that are so cute. You saw. I did. I'm not going to tell anyone. Sorry, guys. Don't even ask. I know. But yeah, it makes me feel like one pieces are coming back. And I think people just love, you know, authentic Southern California feeling pieces. I want people to be able to open their Frankie's package and feel like they're transported somewhere tropical, you know, and I, I think that kind of mentality helped us a lot throughout the pandemic was the girl that like just wanted to open her package to feel like she was uh, escaping. And that's why I make everything so fun. I want it to be an escape. I want it to be lighthearted. And, you know, we're making swimwear and apparel for for amazing women and people out there. And I just want to I just want them to feel happiness when they open their suit. You know, I love that. Yeah, that definitely feels like your brand ethos. Yeah. So we have to talk about this like major growth moment that you're in right now because it's just so exciting. And I know we talked about it at the beginning of the show, but I want to get into the nitty gritty of it a bit more because I do feel like there are people who have been on the show, people who are listening, who are starting businesses. And the announcement that happened last week with Victoria's Secret, I think is a dream for so many people. And so I'd love to kind of get into the weeds of that road to get there. What was that first conversation like with Victoria's Secret for you? I sat down with a few of their executives and, you know, they were talking about what they're doing differently at Victoria's Secret. And it was really powerful and it was really genuine feeling. And it felt like their mission and their goal is to be, you know, incredibly inclusive and diverse going forward and women in, empowering and and it's it's real like their back end or even like the team the, the executives and whole team at vs like it is badass women like uh, they really turned around the whole yeah i think from like the top to the bottom i feel like the company is really different yeah absolutely and you know i think they have incredible resources for us for growing the business and whether it be developing intimates, category expansion, their retail experience is incredible. You know, I think 
there's definitely a future with Frankie's and, you know, flagship stores. But I, I think I was mainly just blown away by the changes that were happening with VS. And, and it felt like the perfect partner. And, and the more I thought about it, I was thinking about how most of my messages from our customers are girls saying, like, I remember the first time I bought my Frankie's. This is where I was. And, and this is how old I was. And they tie it back to an experience. And for me, I was thinking about my first time buying a bra at Victoria's Secret. Right. And I could fully visualize. I'll never forget. I'll never forget. Never forget. All yeah. the spinning things on the table looking yeah. for your cup like, size. It was, it, yeah. yeah. And I think that kind of makes both brands feel really like heritage, which I love. And and the more I, I like thought about it, the more it felt really right. Like I couldn't imagine a more perfect partner for us going forward. You know, the, the moves that they're making at VS, it's it's incredible. And I'm honestly really proud to be to be partnering with them going forward. You know, was there any hesitation at first? Regardless, taking on any um, investor right. is is scary, no matter who it is. And I think that's the only thing I had in mind. But we had to take a I had all, all the leaders on, on my team take like a kind of like a personality test. It was kind of for like to work on our leadership skills and and my like highest trait was being blindly optimistic, which I thought was really interesting. And the woman hosting this thing for us, she was saying that all a lot of founders that she works with, their highest trait is being blindly optimistic. So I feel like that kind of played a big part in the process because I and I feel like me and my mom, honestly, both kind of are these two blindly optimistic people. And that's how you become an entrepreneur, you know, diving headfirst into things and kind of putting your blinders up of all the bad things that could possibly happen and just being like, I'm confident I can kick ass and 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 do this. And I think with the VS stuff, I actually felt like a lot of ease, you know, which sp- said a lot for me, you know. That because I, it, it was like a right fit. Almost. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, I can't emphasize enough how how amazing the changes that are that are that have been happening at VS and and their team it's like it's mind-blowing and and it's really beautiful and like I said it's so genuine I think a lot of people think that being inclusive and diverse and 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 having diversity is marketing message which I hate you know it's it's not and and to be able to actually firsthand sit with their team and see that it's not for them. It is so incredibly genuine. These women, they like fully believe in, in the changes that they're doing. And it's honestly like kind of made me emotional when I thought about it because there were so many years where, you know, you couldn't see, you didn't see any diversity amongst any like swim or, or right. lingerie, no matter who was doing it. And, you know, the future of fashion is, is inclusive. It's, lifting each other up no matter what you look like or what size you are you know it's it's about making something for everyone and making everyone feel good and and that's their plan and that's our plan and and together we're gonna do pretty magical things I'm very excited I think it's like such an incredible business plan for them in general because you know they could have kind of brought back the swim in a bigger way or 
you know, brought on more pink products and things like that, but to almost outsource those resources to bring on someone who already has an incredibly dedicated following, who feels on brand for the brand and almost like has that synergy in a way. I thought it was brilliant. And it really changes, if you think about it, it changes the trajectory of Victoria's Secret. Mm -hmm. If that's something that they're thinking about doing even with other female entrepreneurs, which I think is incredible. Yeah. It makes me rethink of them as a brand. They don't feel so insular, just the Victoria's Secret vision, just this like one single vision of what we used to think of as a a Victoria's Secret angel. I think of it more as something that is like a hug, like welcoming in kind of different. And and it's so beautifully done. And to be able to see like models that look different, a part of all these different campaigns, it's so cool to me. And like I said, like it's not just marketing message. It is so genuine for the Victoria's Secret team. And it's genuine, obviously, for our Frankie's team. It means so much to people, too, that are seeing it. Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, I'm really proud to be partnering with them. And I'm really excited for everyone to see the changes in both of our businesses. So they invested 18 million for a minority stake. What does that mean for you in the business moving forward? You know, we are going to be utilizing a lot of their resources and they are on board to help us with our fast growing company. You know, we like our only experience in business is what we've learned the past 10 years. And it's a lot. We know a lot, but surround yourself with with people that are smarter than you always. And the resources that they have for us to utilize, it's it's incredible. It makes so much sense. Yeah, it's really exciting. It's motivating for me. You know, I, I love being in the office every day. I love what I do. And I'm just so passionate about the growth of this brand and, and what I can do for women around the world and, and their swimwear. Yeah, it feels like stores. It feels like bigger collections, different collections. It's yes. so exciting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love that. I'm so excited yeah. for you. Thank you. In these 10 years and now like a massive investment, what do you feel is the biggest business lesson that you've learned through it all? I think it's just so basic, but honestly, like don't give up and really like don't listen to what other people have to say. You know, if you're doing something that makes you happy, like take a second and reflect on that that is what makes you happy. You know, I think there's so many people that have something to say when you start something and it's not always positive and they don't want to be a part of it until they see that you you have right. success of some sort. And everybody that was a hater of some sort will Again, come around. Again, silence. <laughs> I know, and then they'll be buying from you or whatever it may be, but persevere, you know, it's, there's always tough times. Business is not easy. Every single day, there's hard things. Like everything looks so easy and seamless on social media, but it's not, you know, we're all working our butts off constantly, but if you can um, face it and get through it with a positive mindset and a kind attitude, you will go very far. I love that. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on, Frankie. I'm so glad we finally got you on the show. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Friend of a Friend. Before you go, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at tiermedia.com. And for more behind the scenes of the show, visit us at friendofafriend.us and follow me at Liv Perez on Instagram. Don't forget the two Vs. See you next week.